0: what's going on guys hope you're having a great day because i'm having a fantastic day already today we're going to be talking about something that i i saw on twitter and uh it was actually really interesting um because i feel like my unwanted opinion might might benefit somebody that has this question or has been considering buying these things and we're gonna be talking about Is buying gym wearables necessary? And what I mean by wearables, I don't mean by like buying an Apple Watch or Fitbits or Whoop straps or anything that tracks your heart rate and calorie intake and all that other stuff. I'm talking about is a weightlifting belt worth it? Are weightlifting shoes worth it? Are knee straps, knee sleeves, elbow straps, elbow sleeves, all this all these things that you can buy that will help benefit and invest in your body. Is it really worth it? And we're going to be talking about the the benefits and some of the pros and cons to if these things are worth buying or not. Because I'm going to be talking about things that I personally use and what's personally helped me out throughout the years of lifting. In hopes that it will help you in lifting or maybe persuade you to buy something that you were kind of on the fence about buying or talking about something that you were thinking about buying but after hearing me speak my mind about it you're just kind of like no I don't want to buy it anymore you know so first we're going to talk about a lifting belt and lifting belts are so crucial so crucial it protects your spine from bearing weight it saves your back saves your lower back saves your core your your core muscles it's kind of like a a passive support system when your main support system isn't isn't as strong or you just want to prevent injury. And the benefits of, of having a weight lifting belt is that you're able to lift heavier weights when you would you would be able to lift heavier weights when you originally wouldn't be able to lift heavy if you didn't have a belt. So like here's an example. When I lift any lift, right? Well, I don't want to say any lift because there's only a couple lifts that you want to use a weightlifting belt for, and those lifts are going to be your squat, deadlift, um, your hang, or your sorry, your your clean and jerks, your overhead cleans, overhead squats, all the, all those all those kind of like really big, huge Olympic movements, heavy weightlifting movements is when you'd want a belt, And here's an example of the differences between using a belt versus not using a belt. So when I don't use a belt, I can only do 225 on squat for about five. Do I like to go heavy on squats? Of course, everyone likes to go heavy on something no matter what, because you challenge yourself, you wanna see how strong you are, you wanna see if you can even move the weight, stuff like that, right? So I don't use a belt for 225. When I get up to 275, and I don't use a belt, I can only get one or two. That's it. When I do use a belt, I can get five to six. So that increases my reps, increases what I can do because I have that extra support helping me out on those on the on the lift when. If I didn't have the support, then I wouldn't be able to lift as heavy. And basically what a way to powerlifting belt does is it takes your core and your lower back and it just compresses it and squeezes it. It's like, it's almost like you get a hug from your little cousin, right? And they're just tall enough to barely get to your waist, So they give you a nice big strong hug and and they kind of just, push your back into your stomach and then like squeeze your belly button and like you're you're tight and you're tense and like they say hi and you're just like oh hey what's up kind you know like that so it's it's just like that except it's a belt and it'll hold your core hold your waist hold your lower back in place which will allow you to lift heavier those are the benefits of it the only the only downside to wearing a belt is you do not want to wear a belt all the time. You only wear a belt when it's necessary. And the reason for that is that if you continuously wear a belt on all your lifts, no matter what, your core starts to become weak because your muscles feel the compression, your body adapts to it, your body goes, okay, cool, I don't have to work as hard because I have this belt that is working hard for me So I'm just going to chill out and ease off my lifting, which is you don't want that. You want to continuously build a strong core. You want to build your stabilizers that are inside your body so you're able to stay with the weight. And if you don't do that independently, then your muscles will become weak. You're not going to be able to lift heavy, do things that you'd you'd be able to do if you weren't wearing a belt. Because if your core becomes weak, then you're susceptible to injuries, which is what you don't want. You want to be able to independently work on your core, use those muscles, and engage those muscles without using a belt all the time. And only use belts when you're going for one rep maxes, two to three reps on anything heavy. Anything that you know you can do without a belt, I encourage you to do without a belt. So that's about weightlifting belts, and uh, they're so amazing. I can't even just just get one. Get one if you can. They're a little expensive for for really good quality leather. You want leather. You do not want Velcro. You want a buckle or they call levers. It's a it's literally a lever or a buckle. F- fuck Velcro, because Velcro will fail on you. And that shit will suck. When it fails on you and you're and you're on the bottom half of the movement, and as you're pressing up the movement, your belt, your velcro fails, and then you're just fucked. Don't want that. Get buckles. Buckles or levers. Now back to what I was saying about the Twitter post. I saw someone ask, "Are lifting shoes worth it? Or are Vans and Converse good enough?" And the answer to that question is yes and yes. But here's why. Because it varies between shoes. Your shoe plays a huge part in lifting. It plays a huge part in training properly. It plays a huge part in running. It plays a huge part in jumping. It plays a huge part in your foot stability, comfortability, all these things, it all comes from what kind of shoes you're wearing. And powerlifting shoes are so vital to benefiting all the exercises that it is intended, it was literally made to do. Weightlifting shoes were made for powerlifting, strong, heavy movements that fully engage the muscles that you're trying to target fully benefit the user that is using the shoes and protects the foot from injuries and your knees from injuries because like we talked about before a lot of injuries are with your knees a lot of people have bad knees these shoes and these things that we're going to talk about today will help your knees and you only get one knee you could replace it but it's not the same You want to protect your knees at all times. So, what is a powerlifting shoe? A powerlifting shoe is a platform shoe with a raised heel. What a platform shoe means is that there's literally a platform engraved into and, and, and manufactured into the shoe so it mimics pushing off of the ground, like the actual ground that we walk on, the cement. Grass, not grass. Hard surfaces. Let's go with that. Hard surfaces. It mimics hard surfaces. And what it means with the when your heel is raised, that's literally what it means. It means that the shoe is built at a degree f- going downwards, so that your foot, your heel is raised and your toes are pointing downward. It's kind of like you're walking downhill, right? Where your feet are pointed downward, your toes are pointed down, and your heel is raised. And you're walking downhill. That's basically what it's like to wear these shoes. But it's only by a couple centimeters. I was reading, it's like a 2.5 centimeter lift. Not a huge noticeable when you physically look at the shoe. You can't tell that it's raised. But you can feel it when you put it on. And the cool thing about powerlifting shoes is that it is a snug fit. It is made to hug your foot and hug your ankle so tight that your foot literally will not move at all. And that's the main thing that you want is foot stability. You do not ever want your knees or your ankles to buckle inwards or outwards. You never want to see someone lift and their heel flexes inwards or outwards. It's kind of like looking at a baby giraffe, right? They're first born, they plop out, they get on all fours, they sprawl out, and they're just they're just sitting there, just, they're just wobbling back and forth, like trying to get their feeding. Powerlifting shoes, eliminate that to where your foot will not move. And that's what you want. The worst thing that will happen is that you can snap your fucking ankle. Lifting in running shoes or something with so much cushion that your foot is just so unstable that it just moves and flexes and bends in ways that it's not supposed to do that. So here's, so that's how, how it's manufactured. So here are the benefits of it. So the benefits of it is that it will add depth to your squat. We've already talked about it before. Depth in squat is crucial because that is the whole point of a squat is for depth you want to get as deep as you can as low as you can and do it as safely as possible these shoes literally took my lift from it added easily added over 200 pounds to my lift just by buying these shoes That's insane. Who would have thought? Shoes could benefit you so much. Like 200 pounds on lifts? You're fucking insane. If someone were to tell me that you would add 100 pounds to your lift by buying these shoes, I'd tell them, get the fuck out of here. There's no way I'm wasting that money just to lift an extra 100 pounds. I'll do it myself. I'll do it barefooted. No. Won't happen. These shoes are so amazing that I'm so happy that I bought them. So not only does it add depth, it adds full range of motion. It adds knee relief. And what I mean by that is that when you squat, all that force goes straight to your knees and down your foot. That force needs to escape somewhere, right? And you don't want it sitting in your knees. So by you adding depth to your squat or your overhead squat, your clean and jerk, all those, all those powerlifting movements and Olympic movements, just by adding that extra depth takes a lot of pressure off of your knees and incorporates it into those muscles that it's truly engaging. Like we talked about before, for squatting, you want all of you that force to be pushed into your muscles and then you want your muscles to generate enough force to re relift that weight up. These shoes will benefit that. We'll talk about Vans and Converse now because they kind of give similar effects to the powerlifting shoe but but not quite and here's why. The good thing about Vans and Converse are that they're flat-footed shoes, similar to the powerlifting shoe. The powerlifting shoe is flat, like we talked about. It is made with a platform that allows you to push off the the artificially made ground. Converse don't have that platform, or Vans, but it is a flat shoe because they're made for... Well, Vans are made for skateboarding, and Converse were made for like... uh, like basketball, but like way back in the day. Now they're kind of more of a stylish shoe. Still really good lifting shoes. The soles are very thin. No cushion in them. It's kind of just really, really a strong, sturdy sole to, to press off of, which is why a lot of people like Vans or Converse to, to lift in. I like Converse lifting. I like Vans lifting too. You can squat in them. Your foot won't move around that much. Neither will your ankle, but you're just not getting that really good cushion stability like you will with powerlifting shoes with Vans and Converse, especially low top van, uh, Vans and low top Converse. There is no ankle support at all. You're kind of just like winging it. You're kind of just like your body is kind of just stabilizing your ankle by itself. And your knee by itself. And it's kind of just on you to make sure that you're not injuring yourself. When I don't have my lifting shoes, I would much rather prefer to lift in Vans or Converse. Ideally, if you don't have either, you'd want to squat, deadlift, or all those other powerlifting and Olympic lifting movements that we talked about. Barefoot. Why would you want to lift barefoot? You not literally barefoot, like you you lift with no shoes on. You obviously have your socks on. We're not we're not fucking savages. We're not going to walk around barefoot at the gym. Because you are connected. You're literally connected to the to the ground when you're barefoot. You're... <laughs> the reason why I like barefoot lifting too is because I can literally feel my toes gripping the ground as I'm pushing up. (laughs) I just, I don't know why I like that feeling. It's like, I'm like, my primal instincts are like to grip the ground. Anyways, so, powerlifting shoes, if you want to spend the money, get them. Here are a couple of brands and what they're called that I've used. They're called Nike Romellos. I think they're on like, it's either Romelos or Rem- uh, Romelos, however you want to pronounce it. Really good shoes. A little pricey. I think they're on five right now. I got I the two. They're they they're either on four or five. I don't remember. I have the second edition. Really amazing shoes. I bought them f- five years ago, six years ago. Still stiff as a board. Still Amazing. I love those shoes. I'll never give them up. If you don't want powerlifting shoes, I highly recommend a CrossFit shoe. Adidas makes CrossFit shoes. I don't know what they're called. Reebok makes CrossFit shoes. They're just basically like regular training shoes. The cool thing about CrossFit shoes is that they mimic powerlifting shoes without giving the powerlifting feel and style to it. So, what I mean by that is they're literally training shoes with interchangeable heels. And when you buy them, you'll actually see what I'm talking about. Like, they look like little Dr. soles. It's just a heel thing that you can implant the heel for a raised heel and take them out for a regular shoe fit. They're breathable shoes. Pretty stylish looking. Functionality works just as good as powerlifting shoes. They're just not powerlifting shoes. So that's for Nikes. Nike powerlifting shoes are Romellos. Crossfit shoes are called Metcon. For Adidas, this is called Adidas Power Shoes. Just like the Romellos. Literally powerlifting shoes. Exact same manufacturing with the raised heel, platform sole. Ankle support, ankle cushion, keeps your foot in place, your ankle in place, not going to move. That's that. Reebok, it's called Legacy Lifters. All three of these shoes do the exact same thing. It's just kind of brand loyalty, right? Like if you're loyal to Adidas only, go get some Adidas. Nikes, go get some Nikes. Reeboks, go get some Reeboks. Reeboks also does CrossFit shoes. I don't know what they're called, but they're just basically training shoes. Style comes into play, I guess, if you really want to care how you look. Functionality, they all work the same. They're all the same fucking thing. It's just brand loyalty, right? So that's about the powerlifting shoe. Those are the different brands. Those are the pros and cons. There aren't any cons to powerlifting shoes because they were strictly made to benefit the user. There are no cons. If you don't have powerlifting shoes or don't want to lift with them, I mean, you don't want to buy them, Vans, Converse, perfectly fine. Shoes you don't ever want to do deadlifts in, squats in, overhead snatch and cleans, clean and jerks, powerlifting exercises, Olympic exercises, do not lift in running shoes. Ever. Ever. The reason why you don't want to lift in running shoes with those lifts specifically is because there is so much cushion and such little ankle support that I have literally watched people's ankles flex so hard inwards that it looks like their leg is going to snap in half. It is a really, really awkward looking thing to watch someone's heels just... Just slide inwards because there's no support. And they're they're designed for running, not training. There is a difference between running and training shoes. Training shoes have more stability, more compression towards lifting. And just explosive movements support you better, all that stuff. Running is just running. They're made to run. They have cushion in the heels and in the balls of your feet so you can run. They're not ideal for lifting. So, if you can, stay away from lifting in running shoes because after you run a running shoe, run in runnings, or sorry, after you wear them for so long, your foot starts to mold to the sole. So if you ever put on a a shoe and it fits so perfectly, it's because the shoe literally formed to your foot and there's there's an indent permanently where your foot sits. And when your foot sits in these little grooves that I made, you're not pushing off of a hard surface. You're pushing off of these grooves that are indented in these compression soles and it's just really hard to do anything. And that, that's how your your foot is just, it just moves around a lot because there's no stability holding a place or it's not in a place. It's its in grooves that are lower than your sole and it just moves and flexes too much and just just don't do it. So that's, that's for shoes. There's this thing that really helped improve my bench. And um, I still use it to this day. It's called the slingshot. And what the slingshot is, is it's basically these two arm sockets with a band that connects them together. They're kind of like elbow sleeves, but with a band in the middle that makes it into one big huge slingshot. Literally looks like a slingshot, feels like a slingshot. And the main function that it is made for is to protect your elbows and your shoulders from injury, guide you towards proper form, increase weight load and weight bearing management, and overall strengthen your bench press. The reason why it's so popular, and it's made by Mark Bell, it's called Slingshot by Mark Bell. The reason why it's so popular is because it, physically forces your elbows to be tucked in the, into your body which is ideal for pressing movements you do a lot of people have this tendency to flare their elbows out and what that means is when you flare your elbows out you take a chest dominant exercise and turn it into a shoulder-bearing exercise so here's a visual when you're bent, when you're pressing and I'm pressing X amount of weight, if I have my elbows tucked into my body and I'm pressing upwards, my chest bears all that weight and all that force is generated and pushing into my chest. And when I push the weight out, my chest generates all that force and it goes through my arms, up my, up my hands, and then through the roof, through the weight when you flare your elbows out you completely deactivate your chest and it becomes a chest and it becomes a, a shoulder bearing weight load movement and if you're doing flat bench or if you're doing any kind of bench pressing remember decline incline flat bench this also goes for any machine movements dumbo movements any of those pressing movements if you flare your your elbows out all that weight is sitting in your elbows and then sitting on your shoulders which will put so much stress on your shoulders that you will be susceptible to injury and this takes away the flaring of your elbows And teaches you and forces you to have proper form, which is so, so crucial. Very worth the money. Highly recommend it. So that is called the Slingshot by Mark Bell. If you have problems, if you have any elbow problems while lifting, any shoulder problems while lifting, you have problems with flaring your elbows when you get to a certain weight, if you have problems with pressing in general, this, will, this 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 product will help you immensely, immensely, highly recommend it. So now we're going to go into individual wearables, like for your wrists, for your elbows, for your knees. They're all pretty much hand in hand with each other. They're all pretty much the same thing, except for the wrist wraps. For compression elbow sleeves and compression knee sleeves. For your elbow sleeves, all it really does is it keeps all it keeps your elbow joint, the ligaments in your elbow, the ligament, the tendons in your elbow, the ligaments in your knee, tendons in your knee, your patella, which is your kneecap, all that stuff compressed and warm, and it keeps blood flow in that segregated area so that you're prone to injury. Compression sleeves for knees are really important when you're doing deadlifts. Sorry, not deadlifts. When you're doing any squatting, any Olympic movements like that, like the clean and jerks, anything that will put a lot of pressure on your knees, you want to wear knee sleeves because... That'll keep your knee nice and warm. Keep blood flow there. Keep good m- blood there. Strengthen your tendons, your ligaments, all that other stuff. Same thing for elbow sleeves. You don't want to wear elbow sleeves for any pressing movements. Any pressing pressing movements over your head. Bench pressing. Um, some dumbbell work. You wear it for whatever. Just to protect your elbows, exact same thing. For wrist straps, there's two types of wrist wraps that I use. One's called Versa Grips, and Versa Grips are literally grips that grip onto my wrist and have a rubber hook at the end, which allows me to hook onto any weight that I'm using. And it'll make me not have to worry about my grip so much and just focus on moving the weight. Because if you're just sitting here focusing on on if, making sure your wrists don't hurt, making sure that you have the proper grip strength, it takes away from your mind muscle connection to the muscle that you're actually trying to move because your mind is is focusing on something else when you should be focusing on what you're actually trying to achieve. So that's called versa grips, strictly for your grip. You can use it on anything and everything like just you could use it for everything so now there are other wrist wraps that are actual wraps that work in the same way as compressing your wrist together which will help you stabilize weight hold the weight um, sometimes the compression will be so tight that your hand will start to turn purple you don't you don't want it that tight but you, you definitely want it tight so that you you can stabilize and hold weight and all the weight bearing on your hand is being passively supported by the weight by the wrist wraps you can buy any wrist wrap they they all work the same there is no better one than the other if you need wrist wraps get them they protect your wrists i've had terrible wrist pain for a while I started buying wrist wraps just to re-support my my wrists and the and the the weight or the pain went away. I don't know what I did, but the pain went away. And the worst thing is I have wrist pain. It's just you use your wrist for everything and just mine was mine was when I would pull anything off the ground. Just that extra jerking tension being pulled away from my wrist. It just my ligaments and, and tendons were not happy with me when I would do that, And it was just terrible. But all in all, these are some of the things that I buy and th- that I use to this day. It has benefited me so much in my lifting. It's prevented me from having really bad injuries. You, I, I so I'm so susceptible to injuries. We all are. But if we can buy things and use things that'll prevent us from really injuring ourselves, then in my eyes, it's worth it. You know, like we're in it to win it, we're in it for the long haul. You want to have a nice, healthy body and you want to take care of your body. And if that means spending X amount of dollars on something that'll prevent you from injury, really help you engage and incorporate the muscles that you're actually trying to hit, then. If you, can, if you have the means to do it, then I would strongly recommend buying some of these products that I have put my opinion about. Because I use them. I want you to use them if you want to use them. If you don't want to use anything that I said, that's fine. Train smart. Train smarter, not harder. Am I right or am I right? <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Stay tuned for the next one. See you later.